0: To iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. I'm so excited to share everything that I love about Winchester, Virginia with you. I want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, welcome to the final episode of the year 2023. Wow, what an amazing year it has been. Um, It's been certainly a roller coaster in the world of real estate um, with interest rates and just the, the different seasons and cycles of where buyers have been and come and gone and sellers still waiting to list their house. And then lately, if I could just give you a quick snapshot of the market. Thanksgiving and this Christmas season has been busy. It has been, I guess, a testament to people holding out and waiting and thinking, okay, now's the time to list their house and sell it. Buyers have then started to realize, okay, this is the new normal with our interest rates. Let's actually pull the trigger. Um, it, it's It's been just an interesting development that I was not anticipating. I was thinking that we were in somewhat of a normal market and, and basically – um, you know, it would just come to a, just a little bit of a lull here because of the holidays and that's not the case. So I'm excited and really looking forward to 2024 hearing kind of the buzz around the industry and around the fed and around lenders saying the interest rates will, you know, might be taking a little bit of a dip here, which could help. Um, there's an amazing, like, by the way, side notes, there's an amazing lending program that has just been developed for kind of underserved community population areas that certain parts of our Winchester area qualify for. Um, Marlon Beitzel, who was on the episode a couple couple shows ago, um, talked about um, just how he, we were predicting you know, lending rates to come down and what to do in this market. And that actually has driven some of our business as well by just that conversation I had with him. So thank you, Marlon, to that. But he gave me a quick little tidbit. There's a new loan program out there that is giving a full interest point discount um, for certain areas of our town that are in uh, a geographical location. And, um, you know, shout out to one of my agents, Jason Aikens, for, spearheading that Piccadilly square area right next to the police station. Um, those amazing condos are now, um, built and developed those qualify. So there is, there are some really cool opportunities in the real estate market, but that is not what we're here to actually discuss today. I wanted to dive into Christmas and new year's and you know, what are your Christmas traditions? What are your new year's resolutions? Well, um, And I'm going to, just for the fun of it, go around and talk to some of you on the street here in the next several days and and get a take on that. Look for that on social um, media. Uh, Just, it'll be fun. I've already started talking to some people and it's just always fun to hear what news resolutions are. So that won't be on this specific episode, but you can look for that on social media. Um, But today you have a very special opportunity to dive a little deeper into my world For the longest time, listeners have come to me, friends have come to me, and they have said, your wife is amazing, she does so many cool things around town, you need to have her on Iconic Talk. And I said, yeah, sure, that's that's an interesting idea, you know, it's always kind of somewhat boring when... You're listening to a podcast or watching a, an interview on TV and the people who are talking to each other are so tight and so, you know, so close friends that it's too much of an insider conversation. Um, so I didn't want to necessarily bore you guys, but people kept asking for it. And then in light of the Christmas season here, it just made sense to dive a little deeper into my family life, what we do for Christmas, what... Um, you know, what brought us here to Winchester, by the way? Um, you'll get a chance to hear that. So you have the special opportunity of hearing my wife, Erica Francis, chat with me. So you never know what you're going to get. Because by the way, she is by far and away the more fun one of the two of us. By far and away the more outgoing person. Um, and so you, you never know what you're going to get. And so I just leave that for you to determine when you listen to our conversation. It was fun. It was real fun because just get a chance to chat on air, talk with her about what we do, how we do it, and um, at our Christmas celebrations come part of the conversation as well. So without further ado, here is my chat with my wife, Erica. Erica. Well, I'm here with the lovely, gorgeous, blonde wife of mine, Erica Francis. Hello. How are you? This is going to be amazing. You guys are going to be in for a treat. We have no idea what we're going to talk about. No idea. So I always will ask people, just give us a, a history and a rundown of what brought you to Winchester. So I will allow you to tell that story. What drew, what brought you to Winchester, Virginia?
1: Oh, wow. It has something to do with you. So yeah. many, many years ago, you worked for a company that's headquartered here in Winchester.
0: You can say what the company is.
1: It's American Woodmark. Okay, sure. And they um, had a job for you here at corporate. And so we had a corporate move to Winchester. And we grew up in Virginia, and we were living in St. Louis. So it was a move back to the East Coast, and we grabbed it.
0: Yeah. And... And so being from our hometown, three, three and a half hours away, from, we're both from Williamsburg. Depends so, on who's driving. It d- depends on who's driving, sure. And so we thought to ourselves, okay, it's an opportunity to get back to Virginia. We didn't really have any exposure or experience of what Winchester was. I'd never visited Winchester before I started working for American Woodmark.
1: Yes, but we did visit a couple of times before we moved here. For meetings that yes. you had. Yes, yeah. there so. were some
0: corporate meetings and the um, the American Woodmark sales force called it Funchester yeah. in a mocking way. I think. It was great. And so that's what drew you here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that was back in the year 2000.
1: Indeed, yes. Yeah. It, I distinctly know this because I had stocked up for the apocalypse of y2k while we were living in st louis oh yeah and i had a lot of items to share with our neighbors in st louis because we did not move them halfway across the country and the world didn't blow up no nope so our next-door neighbors ended up with our stash of water and peanut butter
0: yeah, Yeah. water, peanut butter, way more things. Canned goods, All the you things. name it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the also the, the cool thing of working in a town of St. Louis. We had friends and, and people we knew that worked for Anheuser-Busch. Oh yeah. And um, every now and then we would just get a couple cases of beer just given to us. Not that I would even drink it, but it was there. I mean, and I think we gave away some cases of beer to our neighbors as well.
1: Indeed, yeah, we had great neighbors. Yeah. We had several cops that were neighbors. Including our next door over. So yeah, they were thrilled, but sad to see us go.
0: But it brought us to Winchester. It did. And yes, as we viewed Winchester, um, we didn't know anything about it. And we thought it was kind of just a sleepy, lazy town. And we're like, where are we going to live? So what, I mean, we kind of were just thinking to ourselves, I don't know, let's live as close to DC as possible. And we found a house in the east side of town.
1: It's true. It's true. It's like I don't know anybody here, but I can find my college some college friends.
0: But it quickly grew on us. So what what then stuck with you? Why did you then not one day poke me and be like, "We got to move. We got to get out of here." What what stuck with you with Winchester?
1: Well, Winchester's changed a lot since 2000. It has turned over many times. It's more dynamic. The population's growing. There are people moving here and wanting to live here, and to me it's just the right size for raising a family. Mm -hmm. So there's enough things that you can find something that's going on, but it's not so big and overwhelming that there's a ton of traffic or it's super expensive. It's a safe community. Um, It's a community that has community that people decide to live, work and play here.
0: Yeah. And so what um, career paths have you taken since living here in Winchester? Oh, many.
1: We don't have enough time for all that on the podcast. We got to hear it. uh, I... In St. Louis, I worked for an event planning company. Um, We did sports marketing. I did media relations. Then here, I moved here for your job. And I spoke with some people who were in advertising uh, in town Mm -hmm. and ended up taking a marketing communications position at, um, at National Fruit and helped work on food products with them. I also taught tennis lessons at Stonebrook way back in the day, so I was like an assistant pro. Uh I played tennis through college, Uh and then um, I stayed at home with kids full time for like, I don't know, seven, maybe eight years, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I went to um, grad school as an adult. I am a PA.
0: Well, you skipped hmm. something too. Oh,
1: did I? I skipped some jobs. I mean, there were many other jobs in there too. I had my own event planning company for a while and uh-huh. did weddings and other small events. And we also, we owned a ice cream franchise store, actually two, maybe three. Two. two. Two was plenty. Two, um, so that happened and I helped with that. And
0: you were the, like the ice cream cake decorating queen.
1: I love some cake decorating. Yeah. I don't love to bake, but I love the, the decorating part, so.
0: That was the cool thing, we had like an air gun and you could just spray like special kind of paint on cakes that's mm-hmm. edible and we made disney princess cakes we made so much joy we made like nfl cakes oh, We made, yeah. you name it and the pressure's
1: you, on when you're decorating an ice cream cake too it's no joke it
0: is no joke i mean you put it out there and you have what maybe 10 15 minutes to decorate
1: Absolutely. And yep. then it
0: gets a little soft, and Not you got to put it back in and then mm-hmm. bring it back out and try all over again.
1: Yep, it's true. I am like I think what is the official company that certifies your cake decorating levels, but I definitely went and took a series of courses mm-hmm. on that. So some professional development in cake decorating. Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. wide range of skill sets and then you briefly touched on PA.
1: Oh yeah, so then I went to Shenandoah for a uh, physician assistant grad school, did that. And I am a PA and currently my uh, full-time job is teaching. I'm a professor at Shenandoah and I teach PA students.
0: It's amazing. Like how eclectic we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and then, so my world, kitchen cabinets to then selling oil and grease and knocking on doors for people who need that to then ice cream. And oh, by the way, all having a real estate license to then flipping houses. We did one or two, really just one house flip together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the years of us working together probably are not the, the fondest of memories.
1: Yeah, we're not doing that anymore.
0: Yeah, because it's challenging when you have two similar personality types trying to go at it the same way, the same, same time, but then different styles. So,
1: Yeah, we're better in other ways.
0: What what would you say our style differences are?
1: Oh, I think the style differences are subtle, but Im- important between us. Mm. So, yes, I think mm-hmm. we both want to be in charge. And really, a lot of projects, there needs to be, like, one project leader, one team <laughs> leader, whatever that project is. Whether it is we've been working on Christmas cards, whether it's that, or it's navigating away through an airport. Mm. So
0: It is challenging sometimes, and... You both want to be in charge. Yeah. But then the the subtle differences are um, you like to talk, and and I do talk but don't necessarily like to talk.
1: Yes, I think it's the introvert-extrovert aspect. I I joke and say it out loud to Mark and other people who will listen that he's only an extrovert for hire.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. And when you look at what – My roles and jobs are I do get paid to talk and and I do have to talk. Um, And if I had my choice, I would probably just not
1: like an extrovert for hire. Good. Okay. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad
0: you can clarify that for us. Um, So, yeah, we have worked together, whether it be ice cream store or sure whether it be you know you have helped me in some real estate things in years past every now and then we did that one house flip together so mm-hmm. it's it's always I have, an I have adventure.
1: opinions about house flips sometimes I get to go through them and um, offer my unsolicited advice about yeah. what to do with things or how to arrange a room or how people use space so sometimes you take them sometimes you leave them That's mm-hmm.
0: fine. yeah and, and now you do plenty of talking yourself at school, at Shenandoah, being a professor, and making what you call baby PAs.
1: That's right. So Baby PAs. We just, um, super exciting. Our program at Shenandoah, the PA program, is two and a half years long, Mm -hmm. and we start cohorts of students in the summer, which means that we just graduated a crop of them. So I sent some fresh new baby PAs out into the world in December, and it's super awesome to see them on this you know this arc, this journey of learning that they're on to see where they come in at one point and they're in a completely different spot by the time that we set them free and um, award them that degree.
0: Well, and going through a two and a half year curriculum to become a PA is no joke. I mean, I liken it to just a full med school curriculum that is what, eight, year, eight years in the making?
1: Well, it that all depends. It's similar of...
0: to, a, you're cramming into two and a half years trying to teach them fairly similar information.
1: Absolutely. But it all depends. I'm sure your listeners aren't too interested, but a lot of med schools and the classroom aspects of it have moved to about 18 months for classroom. Wow. So they do that. And then the big difference is, is that they're on rotations and residency for much, much longer than PA. So- PAs do about a year of mm-hmm. that, and then we set them free, and mm-hmm. they um, go out and work with the collaboration of a physician or a DO, something like that.
0: But it is fascinating. I mean, our listeners have a very eclectic um, you know, variety of what they are exposed to here on Iconic Talk, but we have had Scott Spriggs on in the past who has talked about Shenandoah and, his, and the marketing and what it takes to come oh, yes. to school.
1: I'm a subscriber to the podcast. We've yes. had
0: Elizabeth Albert on to talk mm-hmm. about the music theater. I love um, it. You I'm, know,
1: I, I also identify as a patron of the arts. So patron I appreciate, of the arts. appreciate that yep. supporting Shenandoah and the arts community. The
0: conservatory. There is amazing. We talk about the different um, events mm-hmm. and theaters and shows that they have going on over there. Our son obviously is there as well.
1: And so much he, dance.
0: He will be graduating in the spring. It's true. And you will be graduating as well.
1: It's true. The other thing that I did not share is that I'm currently enrolled in a Doctor of Medical Science program, and I'm a little bit more than halfway done with that. So I'm on track to graduate this coming May with my son Tyson.
0: Awesome! Where everybody will be excited about it. Yes, it's so, going to be great. Part of the reason of having you on today, though, not just to get an update of our lives, but it is the Christmas season. Christmas is only a few days away. And, you know, I, I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about our family Christmas traditions and maybe even lack thereof, but what, what have you done with your family growing up? And then how has that translated into what we do as a family? Thinking about Christmas, Christmas Eve, presents, food, games, like what are your Christmas memories
1: yeah, I think every year we certainly did a uh, church service. It was usually a Christmas Eve service growing up. And we would wear our Christmas best. Um, mm. And it was always a candlelight service, mm-hmm. open flame. We Things happened a little differently back in the day.
0: I mean, you can't burn the church down anymore?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I've seen a
0: few banners around town of people saying candlelight okay. service happening here in town. Yeah,
1: they might still do this a little yeah. bit around. Um we did that we exchanged presents and gifts and then other than that it was just we tried aimed sometime during the christmas break season to be with extended family Mm -hmm. we lived in we grew, grew up in williamsburg virginia and we didn't have any of our extended family in town so we had to either have people in or travel a little bit to see them so that's probably what we always did and then we just mixed that in with different things you know some years maybe we'd go to a movie on Christmas or some years maybe we would go see a show or something like that some years we definitely went to New York a couple of years and saw some family friends and things like that Mm -hmm. um, in the big city so
0: yeah I mean the idea of tradition means that you do it regularly every year I can't think of something that we do as a family that's regular beyond like you said church having some sort of big family dinner or meal together but we we don't always stay in town we'll travel as well and so there's a lot of traveling i feel like that happens um amongst really anybody all the families so this year yeah just trying to people showing up
1: yeah try to use that extra time to connect with the rest of our family when maybe our regular schedules are really super busy tricky to fit that in but yes we're hosting this year and we, our family is not large, but we're still blessed to have our parents around. They're going to show up, and my brother and his family. So that will be um, nice. Yep. And it'll just be a few busy days, and I was kind of hoping for more winter weather, but it doesn't look like that's heading our way I in Winchester. I don't know.
0: The whole cold rain thing, wish it could go away. Yeah. Give it me It doesn't snow. look like rain right Give now, me but
1: maybe just cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. Well, you also, I know like to be a little crafty. And this year we were talking about maybe doing some sort of arts and crafts projects. Yes. What's, what's on the agenda for well, the Francis household this coming weekend?
1: I'm trying to plan some activities because it's a mixed bag of interest. You know, some people want to watch football. Some people don't. Some people are very crafty and creative. Some people aren't. Some people love to exercise some people, not so much. So we're going to have some nature walks, all of the activities at Francis family Christmas will be optional. hmm. We are planning on, I'm going to have a craft where we're going to make some ornaments. Um, we are going to do a little bit of baking. We are talking about trying to figure out a movie that maybe everyone or close to everyone would enjoy. We'll probably watch movies at home, do a little football, and it'll be like, poof, the um, celebration will be over. It'll be
0: quick. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be still, I mean, it'll be fun. As Sometimes as stressful as it is having a bunch of people in your house and making sure that nobody knocks over a dish or i don't know a bowl or oh it's fine no random dogs do their business in the house you know yeah. all the things right <laughs>
1: yeah the, there's usually at least one extra visiting dog sometimes a couple extra visiting dogs so um but they're not so big people in my family tend to not have such um, gigantic dogs so it's fine yeah it great. is fine
0: we're excited we're looking forward to it and there is a church service i mean the the neat thing is that christmas eve is on a sunday And so for all the churchgoers in the world out there, I mean, at least for our church that we go to, it's pretty much normal. We're going to do Sunday morning. Um, And then on Christmas Day, it's a Monday, so there'll be presents, there'll be, I don't know, things to do, games, movies.
1: Maybe some puzzles, stuff like that.
0: Going a walk. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, well, 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 I will wrap up. And it's been a while since I've done this for our guests, but I'll ask you some of our iconic questions. All So I'll let you, you can answer. ask me anything. Really? I'm
1: not sure if I'm going to answer, but go ahead.
0: Ah, uh, well, we won't get too scandalous here. But when it comes to town, what do you appreciate most about your neighborhood?
1: I love our neighborhood, um, we live in I call it the 22601 Winchester proper mm-hmm. and one of the reasons that we moved to the neighborhood is because it It's a walkable community. So it's close to the high school It's pretty close to downtown And you can actually there are sidewalks and you can safely walk places, which I really really enjoy um, While our children were in high school, particularly it really helped to simplify our life to be very close to the high school Yeah, um, they could they were in the walking zone. They walked themselves there. They walked themselves back for activities. And that was really fantastic. It's a really unique privilege. I don't think that there's a lot of communities that they're building these days with, you know, beautiful high schools that have, that are surrounded by uh, residential communities. Yeah, like
0: houses really nearby. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So question number two, what's your go-to restaurant in town?
1: Hmm. Probably the go-to that I know everybody will be happy going to is probably Cafe Del Sol. Mm. It's in my top three favorite restaurants, um, but it's definitely one I can count on. We can take you know, parents there, grandparents there, kids there, and everybody can find something great, and um, it's always delicious.
0: Yep, yep. And you kind of answered this early on, but last question. Why um, do you feel like Winchester is a great place for a family to live in and a great place to live.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic question. Sure. I I think we alluded to at the beginning that why we moved here, Mm -hmm. but what I didn't mention is that we've had many, 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 many opportunities to leave. We could have left Winchester Mm -hmm. many times Mm -hmm. and we've chosen to stay. It's a lovely community of people who are rooted in family and rooted in building into their community. People who are, um, you know, community minded who are participating in the community, like, you know, whether it's the school through PTO or participating in their worship community or participating in clubs or sports activities, that type of thing. I think also the bonus on top of it is that I'm very biased. Virginia is the best state in the country. We have four seasons here. It's beautiful. It changes its dynamic. It's affordable to live in Winchester and um, there's new things happening. Things are building up here. You know, there's new businesses coming to town. There's new people coming Mm -hmm. to town. There's expansion of our um, hospital medical services. So I think all of those things make for a really great community. You add in the X Factor things like Shenandoah University and Laurel Ridge Community College, where you have a community of learners that are surrounding here also. And that's really um, takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So
0: It truly is a growing community, thriving, not dying. Mm-hmm. And like, I've been to towns, you just drive through on a driving tour, going up to New England, and you're driving back roads, and you're like, wow, what's going on in this town? Not a whole lot. But mm-hmm. Winchester has stuff going on. So
1: yeah. And it's really cool too. Like there's a diversity of industry here, which Mm -hmm. you don't also find in a lot of places, this is not a one company town. Surely there are the big companies, but Mm -hmm. not everyone works for the same employer and there's small businesses, medium-sized businesses, large businesses. It makes it really interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, people have been asking for you for so long, Mm. ever since episode number one, people have said, we need to hear from Erica. We need to meet her and hear all the different stories. You kept it very tame. So thank you so yeah. much for keeping it PG and not going Just off the, off the rails, throwing all of our a future der- visit. You know? Oh, yeah. that's fun. Mm. We can do all that. I do want to hear more later and I'll probably share more with people about the graduate program that you'll be a part of our graduation ceremony for you and our son in May. That's going to be amazing, but more importantly, looking forward to our Christmas this weekend. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you.
0: You are amazing. And um,
1: I'm a fan of you too.
0: Oh, Wow. leaving me on such a great note. Yep. Awesome. Christmas. Well, that was fun. I was just blown away by the fact that she was willing to come on and do this with me. So thank you once again, Erica, for jumping in and being a team player. You just got a chance to see a little bit of our dynamic and a little bit of um, what goes on with our lives. And honestly, she was a little more buttoned up than I really thought she could have been. She, I mean, again, she is the life of the party. But you get a chance to hear how we got a chance to come to town, what drew what drew us, um, you know, to to stay in town, and what we value about the area, which is really what this podcast is all about. Yes, it's about real estate. Yes, it's about conversations about the market, which we briefly touched on in the beginning, but more and more it has developed into a community conversation about what makes winchester great which is the people and the the community so as we dive in further into 2024 and as we continue to pursue guests that will continue to be the theme of of our podcast and so thank you so much for engaging with iconic talk over the couple of years we've been doing this the many, many, um, episodes we've done with the, just the diversity of people, the diversity of content. And so I just say thank you to all of you who are listening and, um, continue to share this with your friends because as we grow, um, I want you to grow with us and, uh, bring on more listeners, bring on people that, um, can learn something from this. You know, I typically ask what do we learn from today's episode? For me personally, not too much because yes, this is my life. You got a chance to hear a little bit about real estate and you got a chance to hear about my family life. But you know, the, the, the tone of what we talked about, um, we could go on for hours about the town and we could probably even go on hours and you might circle back and tell me you can talk more about how you met. You could talk about our kids, our family, well, you know, maybe another time. And if you guys are looking for that, I'll give it to you. Well, let's go just quickly um, to what is happening around town. By the way, next week is probably the most, my favorite week of the year. That week between Christmas and New Year's is just so fun. I mean, just typically if you're working, it's a slower pace. People are more friendly. There's, you know, just a lot of different community activities and things that are going on. You can there's just different shows on, on, on the apps and that people develop of the year and reviews. Those are always fun for me. I love watching those. And so um, I want to highlight just a couple of things that are going on here in town to, uh, to kick off just this Christmas weekend and New Year's weekend. So we haven't talked about this yet because I wanted to hold out for this specific episode. There are holiday tours at the historic Bell Grove um, manner. And, and you can go, um, really any time of day they're open between 10 to four. Um, and then Sunday one to five, however, they're going to be closed Christmas Eve and Christmas day. So when you're listening to this, you can go on Friday and Saturday and then come back the following week. If you didn't get a chance to go, they've opened up, um, their, their parlor, their, their grounds. They've decorated the rooms of the manor with a winter whimsy theme. There's a huge 12-foot Christmas tree there, and they have live entertainment. That'll happen as well. The museum shop is open for um, the, during the touring hours, and uh, it's just a great experience. We can take your family to do something fun and special. On Friday, the 22nd, tomorrow, um, David Bourne is giving stories with Civil War Santa. Hmm. Interesting. That's going to happen at six o'clock at night, six to eight. And then on Saturday, um, six to eight, Kim Walker and company singing with beloved Christmas carols and German carols. Um, and then they'll just continuously, things are happening during the day with self guided tours and live music. So go to Belgrove, check that out. It's just a fun opportunity for the family to get out and experience the area and the community. And then, Next weekend, being New Year's Eve, again, it's just a fun um, fun all-around experience for the family to take on the Winchester New Year's Eve celebration, the glow party, and laser light show. That is going to be a, an entire day of things happening, starting at 10 in the morning. Museum of the Shenandoah Valley will be um, giving free family oriented entertainment and admission to the galleries of uh, the Glen Burnie house and the gardens. Um, The trails will be open, but you've got magic shows. You've got blue Ridge wildlife center doing things. There's balloon animal making face painting. And then um, once you transition, when it gets dark head downtown, go to some of the restaurants, the local um, areas downtown to, to just uh, support their business on that day. And There will be street performers, magicians, jugglers. You can um, just enjoy music. There will be a laser light show, a glow party with a DJ, all the way up until there will be an apple drop downtown. So instead of the ball dropping, you get the apple drop right there at midnight um, with music, entertainment all around. So take that in on Sunday, December 31st. And we will chat with you once again um, in two weeks. So thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. You know, I say us because it was me and my wife. So we get a chance to thank you for being um, a part of our community and our listening audience. We hope you learned something today and look forward to sharing more with you in a couple of weeks. Remember when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And as I said before, thank you so much for taking your valuable time and listening. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't yet. Um, get each episode, share the podcast with your friends, let them know which ones you appreciate and enjoy. Um, let them know that you can find um, Iconic Talk on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Battaglia our social media queen, Liv Gordon. Until next time, until 2024, think iconic.